Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Whatever is going on in your life today, I would just encourage you to seek God's direction. Whether it's the small things like what you should do today, whether you have so much on your plate and you're not sure how you can handle it all, whether it's a big decision coming up or anything in between, trust God to lead you and to guide you. And this one is really spoken to me, but you don't have to worry about every detail when you're trusting the Lord. You don't have to know five steps in the future when God has told you this next step. Follow and trust him to direct and guide. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today as we are diving back in. We saw that Paul was worried about these baby believers in Thessalonica. They weren't yet mature and he was worried that the tempter would tempt them. But Timothy came back with a beautiful report of their faith in head and heart, but also in their love that it was flowing out to their actions. So we're going to continue on this thought in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 8 and I'm reading from the ESV. For now we live if you are standing fast in the Lord. For what thanksgiving can we return to God for you, for all the joy that we feel for your sake before our God, as we pray most earnestly night and day, that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. I love his passion for these people. How often do we have this strong of a passion for the people that we are called to love and to serve, for the people God places in our circle, in our lives, where we are now? How often do we have this passion that he is thanking God for them? What thanksgiving can we return to God for you for all the joy that we feel for your sake before God? Their relationship with these believers Paul's is just joy to know that they're doing well, to know that they're thriving. It's almost like you can feel it bubbling up and overflowing. And how often do we have that same thankfulness for others in our lives, that same joy for their successes? And he says, we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. He longs to go to them. He longs to serve them. He longs to love them. And he longs to help them mature, to supply what's lacking in their faith. And nothing is lacking in what Jesus has done for them, right? Nothing is lacking in God's word. But they still need an example. They need someone to walk with them, to help them grow up, to guide them, to exhort, to encourage like a father or mother does for their kiddo. He goes on, Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you. 
so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Now may God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. Paul isn't trying to rig up his own plan. He's not trying to get there in his own timing. But he's asking God to direct his steps. And the good news is that Paul does visit Macedonia, modern-day Greece, again. On his third missionary journey, he does stop back in, but he doesn't rush God. He doesn't take things into his own hands and go charging ahead. He doesn't say, oh, I don't know where to go, so I'm just going to go my own way. No. He says, even though this isn't what I want, even though I long to be with you, I desire to be with you. We've been praying about it day and night. He's asking God to lead. And he's trusting God's timing in that, which is a great example for us as plans change, as circumstances aren't what we expect, as honestly our dreams look different than we had hoped. We can trust God. We can trust him to direct and we can trust his timing. And I love this prayer for them, that the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all. Because it's not something that we muster up. Love isn't something that we muster up from our own strength and our own courage. Although, yes, we do have to show up and make intentional choices. But love is a fruit of the Spirit, which means that it is the Spirit in us. It is God's work that grows that in us. And so this prayer, we can pray over any and every believer in our life. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, as we do for you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness, in set-apartness for when Jesus returns. My friends, whoever is listening today, I do pray that the Lord would be at work in your heart. That every time you are reading his word, you are listening to his word. Every time you are speaking with him and talking to him, that the Holy Spirit will be working in your heart, my friend, to help you increase and abound to overflow in love for one another, for those in your life, for those in your circle, and for everyone for everyone, that you would love those who are different than you, that you would love those who make you angry, that you would even love yourself. Sometimes yourself is the hardest person to love. But the Bible says that we are called to love others as you would love yourself, as you would want to be loved. But the thing is that if you're not loving yourself well, how can you love others well? So today I pray over each of you that the Lord would be at work to help you increase and abound in love for those in your life, for everyone, and also for yourself, even when you feel unlovable. Because the truth is that, my friend, you are not unlovable. Jesus loves you so stinking much that he went to the cross for you. He went to the cross for you. That is how he views you. And that is truth. So even on the days when you feel insecure, 
When you're mad at yourself, you're frustrated at yourself, you feel unworthy, know that that is not true. You are worthy. You are loved. You are lovable and valuable and desired and needed in this world. Hold on to that truth, my friends, and I will see you tomorrow morning. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend, click that little share button, send over the link so that more people can experience God's word and be impacted by Christ.